Welcome to the first episode of Unfiltered with Jared Maxwell. Today's guest is Shania Laude. She is a great friend of mine and she is a psychology undergraduate. In today's episode, we talk about her mini research on modern colonial mentality among Gen Zs, its implication in politics, and ways to address the common mistakes of Gen Z's political approach. We also briefly talk about anti-terror law, ABS-CBN shutdown, and problems of modern Filipino youth culture. Once again, Shania Laude. Um, (laughs) So, um, you know why I contacted you in the first place. I wanted to talk to you about your research, which has really important results. Even though it has a small sample size, (laughs) I think it has relevance. Um, Can you introduce us to yourself first and to your research? Uh, Hi, so my name is Marishanaya Kodalsi Laude, but you can call me Laude or Shan. So yeah, I am an undergraduate BS psychology and yeah, what made me interest this research? Um, Because this research has been bothering me for one year. Uh, Initially, this is supposed to be a case study for my cousin to test her colonial mentality and all that. But I changed changed it into a qualitative, somewhat qualitative uh, research. I pushed this... um, research because of my observation from my generation into younger generation that I have uh, observed in social media, how they react, how they promote their themselves, how they promote their own you know, nationality and what they want it to be and all that. Okay, so if you can summarize for everyone, how, can, how did you do research and what did you find? I have in my research. I have ex- social experiment. Um, in social experiment consists of two experimental experiment one, experiment two, and each experiment has different aims. So in ex- experiment one, I wanted to investigate whether the Filipino group responded back to the foreigner group confidently, with no sense of intimidation or being scared. In other words, to test the denigration of the Filipino self. Where, yes, the experiment do, I wanted to test whether they didn't want to change the Filipino physiognomy. Furthermore, not to investigate if they're more absorbed from trending products rather than the modern local products. And lastly, the inserator reliability test because I want to see the objective results from experiment one and two. And I wanted to test if it can be generalized to the respondents from the Philippines. So what did you find in your whole research? If you can summarize that. So the results showed a drastic improvement on how Filipinos accept their roots and appreciating their uniqueness. In contrast to the past, my research demonstrates a possible account for the new generation. However, there's a small population of Gen Z Filipinos who can or cannot be decolonized mentally. So, uh, by the way, this is the major findings. The individuals who are born in the year between 1996 to 2001 are more likely to be under MCM, 
since they showed positive signs of denigration of Filipino self and physiognomy, culture, belittling who's less trendy or more reserved. But in individuals who are born between the year of 2002 to 2004 are more un unlikely to be involved in the MCM, although they only sh showed few signs of, you know, denigration of Filipino physiognomy and culture. So those who are more younger than the 1996 to 2001, show, um, they showed more confidence then those who are older than that, the 1996 to 2001, I guess, um, 23 years old to uh, 18 years old, I think. So in conclusion, there is no complete evaluation of modern colonial mentality. So in a sense, those who are much older had this colonial mentality, in a sense? Yes, yes. Okay. How does it... Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. How does it show? Yeah. Um, obviously, um, first off, a physical appearance. How they favored white than their own skin tone. They tried to be more other nationality. They idolized more to other nationality, and you know, praise the culture, the culture of Koreans, Japanese, and compare it constantly to to the Philippines. It's a non-stop toxic cycle. Every time there's a trend, they're gonna follow it unconsciously because they think it's sophisticated. And that's what's happening in, back in the 1700s in the Philippines. They try to imitate something inferior looking, sophisticated, something white that makes them look rich. And this is what's bothering me is that they wanted to learn more about Korean language and all the other languages than than you know, but valuing their own language in the Filipino, it's even ang funny nga kasi ang dami lang na itindihan sa Korean pero yung sa mga malalim na words na Tagalog hindi. Sa Twitter na papansing ko na na magtweet sila pero in Hanguk or Nihongo or something in Chinese or Mandarin. So uh, because you know because because favorite nga nila, like they tried to be someone else other than being because they re uh, reject anything about a Filipino itself. Nag did it show or nagpakita ba yun in our age group? Oh no, those who are lower, like 2000 to 2004, like that other side of the age spectrum, as you said. Like, makakita mo sa age? Yeah. Like I said, I don't know if it can be generalized to all Filipinos because the 2002 and 2004 individuals has more I know, like confidence about being a Filipino and you can't really sense any derivation of the Filipinos in them. So I think, I think parang konti lang yung population na ganyan na klaseng tao sa 2002 and 2004. Kasi alam mo naman yung this generation, generation alpha, yung culture natin parang na dominate na sa Korean. Parang everything is Korean na. So yung ma, yung mas bata sa atin it like uh mga fifteen years fifteen years old below, they they idolize more sa Korean than being a Filipino. That's what I what I see sa social media like parang ginagaya. And I didn't see a single trace of them like 
being proud pa Filipino pride magsasabi lang sila na Filipino pride if one of the Filipino celebrities like sumikat internationally sinasabi na example like kay Liza Saburano when she was said yeah. like, one of the most beautiful oh oh just parang sabi na oh Filipino pride and aside from them and may ko din nakita na Filipinos that they watch um Fun, foreigners react to this, the Filipino stuff. Parang na, nagahanap sila na validation from the foreigners' reactions. Parang na mas natutuwa sila. Pero kapag yung Filipino naman, if they did something good, yun na yung ano par, they don't see it. Anything they choose to be blind. Yeah, choose to be blind. Okay, mga ganon. Example yung sa Olympics, meron yung, I don't know, hindi <laughs> naman umihig sa sports, yung isang ano, lalaki doon sa Anong sports yun? Basta sumikat siya. Oh yeah, so, gymnastics? Yeah. Yung ba yung... Yes, gymnastics. So, parang, kung may isang, there's a certain Filipino who represent his country um, internationally and did it, and did it impeccably, then the Filipino will feel, you know, validated that being a Filipino is great, ganon-ganon, pero... If they see the politics side of the Filipino, oh, Filipino, being Filipino sucks. But if they see a Filipino reaction, YouTube videos, and they oh, Filipino, uh, being Filipino is very, you know, fun and great. Ang, ang toxic lang. Walang maayos na convictions in a sense. So parang, uh, parang walang they, maayos sa standing. Walang stable uh, standing. Parang naghahanap sila ng validation that being a Filipino is different and unique and even though that we have a shitty you know politics we still have a pride but still they choose to idolize uh, other countries yeah you know, idolize other country constantly comparing their culture their physiognomy yung tipong mabuti pa yung mga local like matatangos yung ilong samantalang yung mga pilipino mga papango yung mga ganun yeah and yung ano nga Parang naghahanap talaga sila ng validation that Filipin- being Filipino is great through social media. Sa so, mga TikTok nga, like, parang nung nag-show up sila ng culture, ginagawa lang nila yun, yung, yung, yung ganon. Yeah. Yung they're showing off their culture as a trend. Like, they did it just to get, you know, Like, um, oh, Filipinos are so cute. They have a blah, 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 blah. It's, yeah. It's parang affirmation from the larger international. Yeah. Na, ah, oh, Filipinos have a culture after all. Parang naghanap sila ng, you know, the concept of, like, oh, Filipinos' culture are more awesome. They are very ganon, fun-loving people. Very humble and all that. Kaya na, yan yung napapansin ko din eh. Ito naman yung sa foreigner side. I don't know how, I, I don't like to assume things, but I heard it from my teacher and he said that for uh, YouTubers likes to react to Filipino stuff because kasi kapag about, about sa Filipino, madaming mag-view sa video niya. Yun nga, kasi mga Filipino, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah. Yeah, I think, yan yung totoo. Like, may isang channel nga, like, araw-araw sila nag-react about Filipino, and my cousin watch it. 
And I was a bit disgusted kasi parang natutuwa siya. And then may mga foreigners na who thinks Filipinos are fun and very, you know, yung magagandang tao. Parang nag, ano, just to get view. Kasi alam nila, kapag about Filipino, madami silang viewers. Kasi yung Filipinos uh, tends to get very fanatic. Mm-hmm. So, because <laughs> I think it it works either way. Like, parang if there's someone who's like a foreigner who reacts to Filipinos negatively yeah. or positively, magatrak siya ng Filipino audience. And yeah, parang just views. Yeah, Filipinos have like this fanatical tendency, even if oh. positive or negative. The context of reaction video or something like video in the context of our culture. Anything Filipino that. Uh, anything Filipino the foreigner reacts reacted they're gonna watch it because it's Filipino content and like I said like they want something you know like affirmations out there inter- yeah. small international individuals yeah like the minute a foreigner talks about our politics it has an impact yeah like a lot of people would rather listen to that foreigner then listen to Filipinos who are actually in that situation. Or my political and my social knowledge about that specific issue. I'd rather listen to him because I, like, parang, it's a colonial thing. Yung parang colonial subordination. Yung yes, yes. You, will assume, you will assume that the foreigner is dominant automatically. Yeah, and yeah. That what he says is actually more relevant. Yes. <laughs> And I see that often in Twitter. Um, not only, alam yun, like, may mga, there's so many factions in the Philippines, like parang BBS and Dilawan, na um, they give more credit to Westerners more. Even if maka-Filipino sila. And, st- and the same thing to the liberals. And they have a certain view of like foreigners then, which is similar. Like parang in the end of the day, these two factions were fighting for like Philippine or like parang the democratization of the Philippines, is willing to surrender to the thoughts of a Westerner. That means there's something inherently wrong in Philippine culture. And it's been trying to reveal itself ever since the pandemic, ever since previous administrations. But people, the classic Filipino thing is like, bahala na. Yeah. The classic Filipino thing is like, parang, nope, I'm not gonna, I'm just, I'm just gonna choose to not see it until it actually affects my life. It's funny how they ignore it and then complain it and complain later. When it actually affects them. Like, okay. point na na naka-apekto na sa kanila. Dati, it's just about um, Westerners taking jabs on um, Filipino politics. And then it came to, like, China trying to build properties on the West Philippine Sea. And then it came to the point that U.S. is trying to muddle into our politics when the disenfranchised um, ABS-CBN and one of the reporters actually got a CNN interview in America where he shared what was happening in the Philippines and he didn't portray the whole complexity of the situation. What he just did is like spouted out the liberal narrative of what is happening to ABS-CBN instead of like saying the whole situation about it. So ngayon, foreigners are going to have an assumption that Filipinos are perpetually oppressed. <laughs> they need to save us. 
which is something <laughs> napaka-common yan. Like, parang alam mo din yung Among Us, may American exceptionalism. The minute you mention America, so many great things are going to be said. And I was like, Filipinos over there say that America is not all that great, great as we say it is. Like, katulad ng mga tao sa Pinas. Pero, I don't know, why does that happen? <laughs> like, bakit ganun? Kasi, I myself was also under, was also under that mentality. Like, every time makita ng white, like, white people, then I get very, like, you know, kung ano sinasabi nila, like, I get very intimidated or, like, other, um, honestly, passive, like, it became passive. Like, kung anong sinasabi nila, maniniwala ko, mga ganun. And, Basta, like, parang, kung baga parang winner-worship ko sila, like, I gave them my, I gave them my all just to get, you know, a good impression from them. That's what I do. But, you know, I decolonize myself mentally. And, yeah, I do the same thing as well. Like, I'm, I'm still actively decolonizing myself every single day. When there's a Westerner, like, parang marami akong kaibigan that are Westerners. Yeah. And then, these people are gonna tell me, like, oh, um, why are you Filipinos, like, so nice and so hospitable and so, like, that? Internally, you feel great. You feel great about it. But you realize that parang, the Filipino identity is much more than that. Um, I don't say that we're defined by our trauma or we're purely defined by our like, good qualities. But it's a mix of both. Yes. And I, I would just say to that person, um, it's not overall that great. Like, it might appear as a facade most of the time. As a Filipino, that, mm. that's, you know, like, when I'm expressing my colonial subordination to another Westerner. <laughs> no, parang, I act all nice, I act all timid, I act all parang accommodating, like parang, you can do everything <laughs> to me and I wouldn't even budge a reaction. Same thing. Uh, I'd rather, parang, you'd rather not be a Filipino. Like parang, you can like, be glad of your own culture. Like don't act as if you have white guilt or parang hindi naman white guilt or Western guilt. Responsibility. Yeah, it's not white, but it's Western. Generally, Western responsibility yeah. to like liberate us. We're not perpetually oppressed people. We are a sovereign country and we are a sovereign nation. We are citizens of a country that has been liberated for so many years. So um, I wouldn't submit to the fact that I am secondary to a Western person. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really... Com- Plex. So, your research again. Um, okay. What's the implications of that? Like you said that there's a problem that you saw in the, the Filipino self is undoing itself, like mostly on the younger generation. It's becoming more um, mutable or hindi siya masyadong consistent, like walang stand. So, what do you think is yung parang implications nun sa social political issues sa Philippines? Okay, so in my in my personal account, this gen uh the gen Z is more, because kung ganon naman eh kung kung anong generation kung kung bata ka, pagiging activist ka, like you're going to be you're going to act 
we're going to ask something to, to seek justice or change in for, for the country and all that but may even like this small percent of of uh, you know like sa gen z like nakikisama lang like to be fit to fit in because they don't know how to is that for your in the sense, like, oh, like we are youth, right? And tendency of youth is to become activists. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, oh my God, we have, we are trying to find our meaning. We're trying to find our purpose. Yeah. What are we going to do? And then we see these issues all around us. And as Gen Z, your approach is super different than the people before. Yeah. Um, from what I see, that Gen Z is more uh, very sensitive like parang parang daming yeah like really ang daming issues kasi may mga issues na hindi naman it's not even a big deal it's super minor tas parang mas pinaprioritize pa nila yun kasi mga major uh, issues na nangyayari like may mga tipong ganyan na dyan si individual and so yeah <laughs> Yeah, I think parang I agree with your observation na when it comes to Gen Z, we are really sensitive. Alam mo yun, yung parang magjo-joke lang yung isang tao about something about a marginalized group. For one week that Twitter and yeah. they're going to bash that and then magka-cancel na. Yes, oh my god. And um, I think that's one of the questionable things as well. Because, like, diba, uh, you know that. I posted a thread about um, using BLM or Black Lives Matter as an analogy to the protests about um, the ABS-CBN disenfranchised and um, ATL, anti-terror law. First of all, the context of the protests, the goals and the aims are largely different. But in BLM, it's more on racial discrimination, like more on racial profiling, racial discrimination, that and that. And then, but Satan, it's more of like, I couldn't understand. It's like, is it? Are we protesting because of general assumptions of what it can do, even though hindi pa nangyare, even though there's nothing happening yet, like there isn't a big impact on it. I'm not saying that ABS-CBN doesn't have a doesn't have a big impact. You shut down none. I think it has a big cultural impact, pero it's not gonna change us radically. I think one thing that I found laughable about, oh wow, laughable. <laughs> one of the things that I found, are you okay? Like questionable is death to democracy now, or freedom of speech is dying, or press freedom. Parang defend press freedom when it comes to the shutdown ng ABS-CBN. Um, and then they posted an article months ago that says like parang oh, only the ABS-CBN, like, parang TV franchise is going to be gone, pero we're, um, our new centers are still alive, like, parang yung sports, ano nila, is still okay, ANC is still fine, um, their um, online, parang channels are still up, it won't be affected, our streaming is still up. I think it was taken into so many exaggerations. And then using the COVID BLM thing, yung pana articles in America na nagsasabi na oh wala namang effect yung protests eh. and it's like the research was made by economists it wasn't peer reviewed they're still actively trying to find evidence of what is happening okay wait lang hindi ko actually klaro na sabi yung gusto kong sabihin pero it's just BLM is focusing on police brutality 
Yeah. And um, they are protesting because it is true, it is real. There is something about police brutality in the U.S. It should be yeah, taken into very... account for. No matter which race is going to get parang more affected, it matters to everyone else. It's because it's lives. Buhay yung pinag-uusapan natin. So yeah. it is still affected. Not only for black people, but also for um the other races as well. Like if you like if you remove the police brutality thing, like if they're able to like decrease it in such a realistic rate, na hindi na siya masyado nangyayari, then that's a win. That's a win for everyone. And in the Philippines naman, meron tayong sarili nating police brutality situation. We are also aware of the fact of militants, of terrorist militancy sa atin, like the effects of terrorism sa atin. And no one is trying to bat an eye about it. Nangyayari yan for so many years and no one's trying to fight about it parang blatantly. Like you can't see active protests on regards to that. I get it's a human rights thing. Hindi siya katulad ng BLM eh. Like, sa BLM, they have like an acute goal and mission, which is to yeah. decrease police brutality or even alleviate it. Or, yeah. And or then, atin, like, and then, maharap, 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 makikita in Twitter with hashtag BLMs on their, <laughs> on, their yeah. on their Twitter handles. So, kung baga nakikita na sa social media na nag-trend na Black Lives Matter, yung mga protest na videos, and of course they're gonna think emotionally, not rationally, and they're um, like parang napapadala, napapadala sila, oh sige, sige, galit din ako, I have to say something about this, pero you're it's being... America, it's the West. <laughs> yeah. So I should have and a say then, about it. Yeah, you have to say about it, and while you're at it, and you're being unaware of what is really happening, in the Philippines, and it it is somewhat has the same situation, diba? Like, it's a police brutality. And, dun sa Pilipinas, hindi pa naman based on colors. Yeah, it's based, based on, on class. I'm just gonna yeah, say. based on status pa naman. Yeah, Kung mahirap ka, inusente, walang trabaho, and you're doing, doing something that is very worthwhile, just like, parang nagtitinda ka ng saging dyan sa hilip. Yeah, and that's a bigger thing. That's a bigger, like, parang class yung pinag-uusapan natin eh. Class is not a social construct. It's an actual reality. Well, sa US, sa Western world, they are, they're having a crisis about the uh, colorization. Well, sa atin naman, it's all about status. Yeah, it's about, um, yeah. Yang class, yung privilege na naman na yan na hindi ko makalimutan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of telling everyone of like how do you actually equate privilege? Like panama basha in a measure. I don't believe in measuring privilege according to your identity. Yeah. You try it as much as possible to measure it according to um economic capability. That's the most best result that you can get out of it. In the end of the day, it's all about parang money parin. Hindi ko talaga. <laughs> still about money, how much how much money a person gets or how much status they have in society. And when you're lower class, you have a higher risk to be exposed to police brutality, to just general social issues. Because um, measuring it when it comes to like smaller identities, like parang gender identity, sexual orientation, um, ethnicity, sex is second. Um, when you measure it, kasi you measure it according to parang economic 
capability. Kasi doon mo malalaman whether or not they can represent themselves in the, legally. And the lower yeah. class will never be able to present it. Yung worst pa is, madaming process, like, ang daming unnecessary process, tapos ang bagal pa. One of the reasons why ang laki ng incarceration rate of um, non-heinous crimes sa Philippines is because wala silang legal representation. Even though they just stole bread, even though they just parang did something petty, like petty crimes. Legitimately, ang reason kung bakit punong-puno ang jail sis, bakit ang punong-puno yung jail sa atin is because of petty crimes. True, true. Kasi yung iba pa, yung ano, yung false allegations pa. Tapos, maraming cases si ganun sa Pilipinas, yung mga false accusations. So, um, if you're in a lower rank in the Philippines or you're in or in the poverty in general, you're you're exposed in injustice or anything dangerous. It's endless battle of that because of your status. Yeah, um, I think that's true. Then the man first, di ba, um, kanina we mentioned about um, Gen Z politics and your implications in research mode. So personally, what do you think about um, um, anti-terror law? <sighs> Oh my god, I don't even know where to begin with. Yeah, ang disappointing lang nangyayari sa atin yun na yun. And, and it's very, ano, ano tawag dito, like, ang pangit lang. Kasi ang dami nangyayari sa mundo na ito, like, sa COVID-19 pa lang, like, na-expose na- tuloy sa mundo kung paano tayo, yung paano yung, yung government sa Pilipinas kumilos o pa or how they implement plans and all that stuff. Para na-expose yung toxic system sa Pilipinas. And like, ang dami pang problema, like sa, sa ano pa yung sa online classes, yung sa mga hindi pa, hindi pa nag-aaral, walang pera, na, tanggal ng trabaho. But they, nag-focus sila doon sa bill yeah, na yun. we didn't focus on it. I, I, don't, I don't mind naman din kasi. It's not, it's not me being ignorant na wala ako doon eh. It's about me saying that mm-hmm. it's, it's normal for a government to do many things at once. Because yeah. the problem is how the media focuses on certain things that people think. Na parang, like what you said, na that's what they're focusing on. Even though like, a government is just like a colony of people that are acting at the same time, all at the same time. Parang they're all the same, but they have different purposes. And that's what I like to think of it. Because like, even here in the morning, like, parang, alam yun, yung, while they're responding on COVID, they're doing other things as well. When it, when it comes to anti-terrorism in the Philippines, we have lagged a lot when it comes to having legislation that actually defends those people who are in danger of like, terrorists. So um, having a preemptive response is good. But at the same time, I think the reason why a lot of people don't particularly agree with it or are angry because it got legislated is because how it was written. There, there could have been a better way to express what they wanted to express. Because in other countries, there, there are far more stricter laws when it comes to anti-terrorists. At least when it comes to terrorism. Um, Australia has far has far more worse. Turkey recently legislated back in July 28 at a um, a law that um, regulates social medias, like parang um, social media like social media platforms. 
and there's corporate fine if they don't agree with the politics of the country. That's freedom of speech. <laughs> That's on freedom of speech. And uh, uh, I have a question. What do you think about the Gen Z um, reactions about the anti-terror bill? How they react? Um, a lot of people, when I first started expressing about it, disagreed. Even ones who are younger than me. They were really firm. And I was like, first of all, it was, I was, I'm not going to say it's exaggerated. I'm going to say it's, it, was going, it, it was going to be the response anyway. You're going to receive that kind of response in anything that it gets sensationalized. Um, there's going to be mild reactions. There's going to be intense ones. So it's fine. As long as you were able to express your emotions, it's fine. But there, there should be a process that you would have rationalized what was happening. But hindi eh. What happened with Gen Z's was like we had a reactionary response and we continued with the reactionary response. We didn't rationalize the whole thing. That was young information that we were absorbing was diba, when you're a Gen Z and you're in Twitter, you're sensitive. First of all, we have very sensitive personalities. I can attest to that. You get affected easily. That's why when people yeah. said, oh, ATL is going to like restrict this stuff of like what you're doing right now then you should react about it violently because um, it's going to compromise your freedom of speech. And I was like, okay. <laughs> um, did Have you, you actually seen that? Like, someone said that? Have you? Like, nakita mo talaga? Like, may yeah. nagpost ng ganun? I think, yeah, in Instagram, they were shared a lot of posts that says your freedom of speech is going to get compromised. You're not going to post even, you're, gonna, you're not going to even get to post memes about like the government anti-government sentiment you're not even able going to like do this or do that when you're like clearly against the government and i was like what <laughs> first of all the definitions of terrorism anti-terror bill was in reference to un to the un's um definition of terrorism second part is i just think it's poorly written someone with functional reading comprehension should have been able to understand what was going on <laughs> at they should have been able to rationalize their reactions. Pero hindi eh. I think Gen Z are stuck in a place where yung reactions nila is mag-multiply and mag-multiply. That's why even though they themselves have rationalized it, if that's what they see every day, then it's not gonna do anything to themselves. Kasi like, alam mo yun, it's groupthink. Like, mawawala na yung individualism mo as a person to decide whether or not your reaction is actually valid or invalid. Once you get into a group, na parang saying things that are getting more absurd and absurd, and then I I think it was a week ago na it was fully enforced na. Do you see every, anyone who's actually getting <laughs> arrested because of so because of posting anti-government sentiments during the sauna? There wasn't. <laughs> Were they stopped when they protested? I don't think so. But I saw this um, video. So, di ba kapag may kapag protesting, may banner ka talaga. Eh? Yeah. Banner this, all of that stuff. Um, all of that equipment was placed in the church. Oh, so all, no. the, all of the protesters were, I think they are attending mass, basically. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. It's not a full video video but 
the police. <laughs> oh yes, I just barging at the midst of, of the mass, the start started to destroy all the equipment, all the mediums for the protesters, and then the I body of Christ. <laughs> and then I, I think. Um, wala ko masyadong alam when it comes to Philippine law. Pero as a human person with a common human decency, you go to the church as refuge, as something that is very apolitical. Now the church has a clear separation to the state. So when you have political issues, don't bring it to the church. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that. Okay, I'm just gonna assume that the protesters went the church attending the mass do you know like to ensure their safety yeah there might, oh yeah there might be a police brutality or um or their family might be like you know arrested for something they do yeah. something i understand because kapag yung anak ewan ko kung ito yung nangyari sa Pilipinas kapag ano kapag yung anak example kapag yung anak ko protester and then hindi ako nag-involve ayare uh, yung buong pamilya yung tipong ganun yeah but i don't know if that's actually happening in the philippines but i think the protesters are attending the mass to ensure that there's no police brutality yeah, that they were safe but mass police and their yeah and their <laughs> stuff was grabbed out. There was a lot of information spra- sprawling around whether or not it wasn't staged or it was staged because um, I, I didn't know where I saw this, but I think I saw it in stock media. Um, and I was like, I was, I'm still actively questioning whether or not that's an appropriate thing or not. Because when you actually see at the comments, there's a lot of like lawyers <laughs> trying to argue whether or not this is a correct thing or an incorrect thing. And I was like... I to be lawyers. <laughs> Or I don't know, they post screenshots or interpret the law in their own way. I won't call. It's just it's just really hard to explain. I I have no qualms for them doing protests inside the church, if it if it's because they want it for their own protection, it's fine. But I think there still should be two things. You have to respect the religious space. Like you be sensitive to the other people who are actually there. Yeah. Who are having peace of mind? Like the reason why we are religious in the first place is because we depended on church, on how we parang process the mis, um, the mishaps that are happening in our life. There's that. Second, naman is like the police response. I find that really indecent. Parang you could have done it better. Irresponsible. Oh, okay. Um, I think it's a cultural problem. Like, it's a cultural problem. I think Philippines has a problem when it comes to its culture. Maybe our systems are okay, but if you change the culture of what it means to be a man or a woman, what it means to be a Filipino, pag naging different ng ideals maybe the system's not broken after all. Maybe it's just how we're using it. Maybe you're using a screwdriver, a screwdriver for something that requires a hammer, or maybe you're using a hammer for something that requires just a screwdriver. So maybe we can start um, renewing our culture, because I think that's a big part. Then the COVID, when COVID entered, it just exposed a lot of what who we are culturally. 
how do we respond when we're at one of the lowest points of our history, like lowest points, I guess. Alam ko may mas lowest points pa dito, pero we're exaggerated, so let's put it that way. It's gonna be hard to, like, change culture. Yeah, when everyone's... Kasi, yeah, when... Uh, exactly, when everyone is very stubborn, especially sa mas bata pa sa atin, they're stubborn and very ignorant of what is, what is really going on. And even if you if even if we wanted to change, they still parang ayon parin like ayon nila parin kumilos like yeah. they still wanted parang jalan sila sa stand nila they're just gonna they're not gonna move at all. Because we've experienced so many government changes like we've been through yeah. Arab we've been to GMA we've been like Gloria Mahabagal Arroyo that's what I'm saying. We've been through um, Noi Noi, and now we are going through the Terate. These are four different administrations, four different generations. They have committed their own singular changes to the way on how to use the system that we have. But if there's some points of it that are working, like but you can't deny the fact that Gloria actually did good to the Philippine economy. You can't deny the fact that Pinoy actually made parang good progress when it comes to just the general Filipino identity na parang decente. We, you can't deny the fact that they're, they're, the promises of the previous administrations, he actually laid it down and like started doing it. And then you can't deny the fact that Erop was one of the most short-lived presidents. So, and, so what does that say? What does that say to us? How, like, I know a lot of people are reacting and they na parang Oh, we're tired of like adjusting and adjusting, but are you really adjusting? Oh my god, yeah, true. Jaha, look at this. You said about modern colonial mentality. You said about the denigration of the Filipino self and how it's so self-evident to these age groups. And I was like saying, if you can't even try to fix your ideals as a person, as a Filipino, your ideals is Western or somewhere on Asia, then how can you have confidence to your own government when you can't even have confidence to your own original identity? They, parang nagko-complain sila about this and that's a government, but they didn't even, example, our identity is like a government itself. It's yeah. whether we accept it or like change it to some, to some something else. But unfortunately, we can't change. We can't change it because our government is still corrupted, and we're gonna stay still corrupted if we if we don't accept ourselves. Parang ganon. If you want to be better, if you want to have a a better government, then try to accept your identity first. Yeah. Accept all the accept all the flaws that the Philippines had, starting from the politics. The poverty. Because like, yeah. I think this attitude, you trashy when it comes to his the way he speaks. Oh it's very if unprofessional. Every other Filipino out there, yung parang alam mo run of the mill Filipino. Parang the Filipino you meet on the street. Yung higit ko muna lang isigaw yung word nagago how many times. Are you literally afraid of like it's him? It's like parang you see this figurehead who's manifesting one of the 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 parang worst 
aspects of being a Filipino, which is may tendency tayo paging trash mouth. May pagkabasura din yung ugali natin. We just don't want to accept the fact na he's manifesting and it is making it obvious to everyone else. Just be honest of yourself. Na parang you can even have the tendency to trash other people. You have the tendency to make crass as hell jokes. You have that tendency to speak shit. Which is true. Alam mo parang you are being on Twitter. You're exposed to Western people who are trying to be decent. But even though in their land of as a front, they're decent. But here, like, parang when you actually meet them, they're like one of the most questionable people. <laughs> what the hell? But <laughs> when you accept that part, when you try not to hide it under the rug every single fucking time, that parang you're just a trashy. <laughs> like, parang you have a trashiness, and then it manifests to this monster. Are you going to resist the fact that you can be that person? You can be the reflection of that person as well? Pero, well, that's a very nice question. Well, I don't know, but yeah, from what I see, like, just like Kevin said, like, example, kapag ito si P. Duterte mag-ana siya dun sa conference, doesn't start mag-mumural, like, ganun, ganun. And it starts to represent is what Filipinos are. Parang ganon. Yung attitude nila yung maganon na bumura sobrang lowly. Baho na bumura. Sobrang baho. Which is kana. How there's a half truth in this. Ay mito talo mo yani if we're if we were their friends. Parang if you're actually just in the normal state of being a Filipino, the normalcy for us to curse. Go out to the streets. You'll just hear a random curse word flying through the air. It's, I'm not saying that it's normal. I'm yeah. just saying it's a part of. But it's it's really Freud and an analogy. Uh, Freud like Freud says that. Parang when you hide things under parang the bed, parang when you try to parang consider things that are bad. When you grow up, they will show. They will manifest back. In a more monstrous way, because you're trying to ignore it, you're trying to hide it, and I think that's an important. My <laughs> pusa. Yeah, and I think that's a big part of like um becoming truly Filipino is accepting the fact that there are certain things that we have hidden under the rug for so many years, and it's trying to come up now to the people who actually represent us. And the first thing that you gotta do is either. Is just to accept it. That's basic psychoanalysis. You need to accept the fact that it's a part of you, and you can't remove that because even you, as yourself, there's a tendency. So I know. Yeah, we have to accept. Like, like I said, Kanina, like we have. It's not like we are resisting it, like what she is doing, or yeah, we're accepting it. That is that may ganyan na baho sa atin. but like we have to change it. Of course, we have to um, we have to do something about it. You have it to requires a modern solution. This old problem requires modern solution. Yeah, I like, think um, I'm just gonna propose something to people who are just going to listen to this. Um, okay, we've already um, accepted the fact 
okay, sabihin na natin, oh, we already accept the fact that we're trash belts. Na parang mga maldita't maldita tayo in the first place. So what are we going yeah. to And I was like, yeah, yeah. okay, so now we've accepted the fact that we have a president who's like that. And we can't change him because he's already an old person. And let's give him a chance. So um, <laughs> maybe what we can do is like, when you accepted the fact that parang you have this mistake, what the first step that you're going to do is stop looking at it. Please, like, do something about it. Like, yun na yun. Nandun na tayo tayo sa part na yun. Okay, lumabas na lahat ng baho ng pagiging Pilipino. Let's stop complaining. Let's stop screaming at each other. Let's stop screaming at each other. It's like, obvious ba? It has been labeled like that for so many years and no one's doing anything about it. Totoo yun, na yung the way he speaks influences a lot of people. Kasi... That means, you, you know, you know, the way he expresses himself creates this culture of machismo in the Philippines and it affects every single hand of the government. Na mas nagiging masculinized and mas nagiging parang mahigpit. Parang, if you don't do this, you're going to have these consequences. I like that approach, but I'd like to put it in a more nicer way. <laughs> Slowly shift yourself away from that. Keep it under closed, like, keep it on closed doors. Sabi na natin, keep it private. But yeah. when you're outside, just be honest about it. Like, be honest that I do this, I do that. But I'm not trying to do it with you or with anyone out of respect. Because even in our friend groups, we criticize other people outside of our friend groups. But even within our friend groups, we do that. <laughs> you throw shade, you spill tea. <laughs> when you say, okay, I'm going to hide your secret or you tell it to everyone else. God, like, stop with this drama and do something about it. Like, parang, let's actually have an investment to trust. Sabihin natin, pag sa Philippines, when you trust more, there's going to be an incentive. You're going to feel more fulfilled. Yay. Hindi ko tulad na, parang, when you trust someone more, there's a higher risk. Then, parang mindsetting ba? Kasi sa atin, if you trust someone more, you have, ang unang maisip mo is that you have the higher risk to actually betray me. Kasi, like, that's what you see on Philippine TV, na parang, the most closest friend you have will betray you or backstab you. <laughs> Can we just trust? <laughs> Can we just trust? <laughs> and then incentivize the fact that if you trust, then you'll get fulfillment out of it. Let's try to see something like that, I guess. I know that's a naive principle. Like, or something like that. But I think it would work. If, if, if it works on individual people, then maybe there's a more systemic way to approach it, then baha, meron nga. And even news needs that. In our news networks, we have the tendency to just case in... I don't know, like I hate watching the news because it's really pessimistic. Ang violent. And it's just... And you are even questioning whether or not is you can't question if it's true or not anymore. Because it just keeps the, displaying the same thing. And <laughs> yeah, pero yung pala in reality it's different. If you were actually there, that how they construct image is very it messes up with your brain. And I can attest to that. Nanood ka pa ba ng news? Do you still watch news? I read. I'm Yeah, I think it's it's better to read. I think yeah, one than one. But it's very dangerous. Kung because ito la yung sure sa phone lang ako yung pwede mo It's not like mm-hmm. ano ako ng newspaper or dito. 
So, so yung delikado lang mag-ano magbabasa ng news sa social media is you know mga false information and you know Filipinos tend to be very passive recipient they just accept whatever they look at or kung anong na kung ano nakita tatanggap nila pero yun pero yun yung ginagawa ko like i just read uh, news from social media but i think twice muna hello pero sometimes kapag may nabasa ako na, na news minsan tinatanong ko sa iba sa mga group of friends ko like totoo ba to nangyayari and minsan sinasabi ko uh, sinasabi ko din sa jowa ko and then yung jowa ko magsasabi na na that's bullshit may mga different sides mga different opinions so yun yung usually ginagawa ko sa kapag nagbabasa ng news yeah i think i'm still more private when it comes to um the news i read i over research when I get to know an issue, I will search more, 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 and I will get six feet underground, and no one would be able to save me because I'm not telling anyone else. So, ayun, it's hard, I guess. Pag internalize mo siya, and then you're just rationalizing it by yourself. Kaya mahirap sa akin, mas mahirap sa akin matanggap. But when I realize the thing that I, or the information I've received that I researched so much on, is actually incorrect. Um, that's actually kind of tough. Because whenever, every time I read the news, I don't like to stress myself mentally. Because I'm not really stable right now when it comes to emotionally and mentally. So every time I read the news, I, I limit myself if I register, register some information. That's why I... I like to confirm this news to others. That's why I'm asking opinions here, there. I think it's good to internalize and research about it, but it's very stressful when internalize It's okay to have opinions to others, even though it's very trashy. I've always predicted that they were going to say, oh, oh, totoo yan. So, I have to confirm from different places muna. Because I don't like to stress myself. Na. <laughs> diba? I don't like to stress. Sana all. Because like, ano... So, dapat may katamay ako. Kapag may, nag, may nagbabasa ako ng news, dapat may katamay ako. You have to be aware of what I'm reading. Mm-hmm. So, you can yeah. actually, like, make sense of it with them together. Like, yeah. both of you. Like, parang, <laughs> let's make sense of this shit. <laughs> let's, ito, what, what are your thoughts about it? Yun yung, minsan pinag-uusapan namin sa jowa namin yung mga sa mga feminists, yung mga gay rights kano nakita namo sa TikTok ng mga toxic people don kano may issues and yung naano namin this usually yeah. I need to I need to confirm the news that I have registered in my mind two different faces and two different persons mm-hmm. kahit matanda ka naman o mas bata I need to hear your opinion. your insights and yeah exactly your insights then and aside from hearing others insights it's also about awareness Mm-hmm. Awareness. Kung awareness. Bilang yeah, alam okay. nating word. <laughs> Pinaka overused word ng mga Gen Zs. Awareness. Let's raise awareness. awareness. 
kasi malay mo hindi mo al um uh, hindi hindi nila alam yung news na yon like they're being ignorant pa and they're absorbed to trends and not to news and like, yeah big so I think it's Baga. very important to be aware <laughs> <laughs> you are absolutely correct tamayan um last thing that I'm going to ask you is do you have any idea do you have anything that you can say on how we can improve dealing with these things? Um, specifically, like all of them? Like, or yeah, like parang in general. Because they have similar patterns. Diba? Like, just we observe, we have been talking about this earlier, like, Gen Zs are highly reactionary and we are really sensitive to information. <laughs> We have the tendency to be invalid to feel invalidated when something turns out to be not true according to our own perspective. So, what can you say to all the people out there who are dealing with the same issues? Like, what's your number one advice, Siguro? Um, I have to reverse card, and I would like to hear your side, Mona. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway. Okay. Um. I think I said this so many times na on activism, on just activism in general. Because I despise performative activism. I think if you can be an activist in an entertaining way and still inform at the same time, do it. But these are already we have already parang massive talking head like them. They are already able to um, spread the information much faster than us. So. On us, like um, youth that wants to be activists, like what can we do? And I think um, what we can do is do the other way around. If people are already, um, meron ng mga tao na nag spread ng information, what you need to do is either go deeper, dig for information, and find the more underlying things that are into it. That's what I'm personally doing. Like I'm trying to listen to um, academia. I'm trying to listen to writers. I'm trying to read books. Like, parang even in the basic principles of how, like, the political language works, how sociology works, how human psychology works. Best that, like, in humanities in general, I'm trying to get deeper into it every single time. And the more deeper I go, the more things that I'm trying to find out na, that we're doing wrong. Like, may mga nahanap ako mga bagay na we're doing wrong. So maybe that's the, one of the first things that you can do. Is if everyone else is trying to scream at each other, scream at other people on what's right, what you need to do is go the other way around, dig deeper, find more sources, find more reasons on w- what actually works and how to do it. If there's no solution, then what can we, can, what can we do as youth? Because we already have the platform. We already have the access. Why are we not doing it? Like, if we just keep resharing other people's thoughts about a certain issue, then yeah, we're being, I don't mean, active in social media, but we're not actually doing something for ourselves. So, there's one, yun, that's the first thing. Dig deeper, find the underlying themes, go to the root of the problem, trying to find solutions about it, read more, 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 more. Second thing is, um, Support your local community. 
That's the second thing. We're still young. We still don't have economic access. And we can only convince our parents to a certain extent. Pero if you have the ability to support your local community, especially in this time of pandemic, support those who are most marginalized, especially the ones, those at risk, at risk, try your best to do it. Like um, recently we moved houses and we had a lot of leftover clothes. So the first thing that we did was contact government facilities that are willing to accept extra stuff like clothes um, and we gave it to them. That's one form of activism. And I naniniwala ko din sa concept ng personal is political. Like when you gather people together, gather personal experiences and share and then try to find something in those experiences that can actually be applicable to the more system to a more systematic ma- systematic ma- systemic manner. Then do it. Kasi make clear reference na kayo of what everyone's experiencing and how to be able to resolve it, you need to still dig deeper. Kasi marami sa atin think that thinks that the government can just change, change things in a snap. Pero just like life, you need to expect that things go through a process. Even the anti-terror bill took two years at that. Yeah, it took two years before it got legislated. So if you want something to change in society, rallies are not enough. You need to actually have legal power inside the government to be able to actually change things. And don't think, don't ever think that you're powerless. You can always resource other people. You can always find other people. It's social media oh that's God. the most... That's how I think right now. I are. Yeah, I, I never thought that, <laughs> oh I never thought that you know, we were powerless because like, a lot of people might be screaming at each other in social media, but what you can do as a person who actually has a concern is gather people who actually have the knowledge on how to like, put these things up. Because if social media isn't working, if our hashtags isn't working, then there must be a more better way on how to deal with that. So yeah, to summarize, that's uh, two things. Um, support your local community. Uh, gather as much information as you can. Like, go backwards, go inwards. Dig deeper more. They might be saying something right, but they might be missing some things out. It's up to you to discover those. So yeah, you know, things that you can do. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah, what my... My advice is, it's very, it's actually hard for me to think about this because, because what, because I'm very pessimistic person. Because what I think right now is that the voices of the EU in this generation are are shouting at the top of their lungs. Because uh, every government, government. Because it's all about, all I'm thinking about is powerless. That's honestly speaking. That's what I'm really thinking about. Like they're very powerless right now. But the only weapon that we have is our phones, our social media, but still hard, hard, but it's hard to trace and all that. But 
the only thing the yung magagawa sa mga sa mga kaedad natin at sa mga kabataan is to think rationally muna. Even though like, ano, kasi ito ha, if Rizal has a pen and paper and it made a lot of impact and now we have a phone and we can easily access to almost everything, we can influence others easily, be sure to research more. Like, para mag-research ka muna and to um, obtain more knowledge about it to other um, to other people or create, again, allies, political allies. And you have to, because mahirap yung situation na yun, you have to do a safety planning for security, of course. Kasi, kasi wala pang case na na-arrest dun sa, sa social media about that. <laughs> Ang tanga lang na. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Makulong ka dahil mo nag-post ka lang nag-ano. So, ay, mag-ano ka ng safety planning kung anong dapat isulat mo, kung anong dapat ipopost mo because it, kasi may impact yan eh. Katulad nung naano si Rizal, after, after sinulat nung yung book na yun, it made a change. So be sure if you post something, it will make a change to others as well. Parang it influence them internally. Like, um, mag-cause ka ng fire inside them. That was so corny. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> but yeah, yun yung nabasa ko. Kasi there was one um, uh, reader sa yung Sanalimitangere that ano, na-admitted na parang nag-guilty siya. And nag-guilty siya and na-regret na but na but nag but nagbubulag-bulaga sila sa problema na nangyayari na yon and so uh, so yon like yung reader na yun nagigilty siya and na regret kasi parang wala siyang ginawa like parang hinayaan ang ano nangyayari sa paningin it, sa, sa situation na yon so i think if you post some if you write or post something or post in the blogs be sure to make an impact sa, sa lahat and before no, before ka mag-post, be sure talaga na like like appropriate like it doesn't offend other offend other people. Like use the right term and knowledge. So yeah, and one more thing is don't be a hypocrite. Kasi madami ako nakita ganyan. Yeah, you're posting this and all that, but nag-contradict yung actions mo, yung actions mo, at sinasabi mo. It, um, I have this, uh, case, kakakwento pa lang, kakakwento lang sa akin nito kanina, that, I have a friend, na parang half black and half Filipino, so, and he's, uh, he's asking sa social media na, na, do you say the N-word, ganun-ganun, and then, so, syempre, sikat siya na tao, madami nagka-comment, na yes, I do, and ganun-ganun, so yun, pinapublic niya pa yung mga comment ng tao. Tapos pinag-uusapan niya sa, uh, sa group niya, pinagtatawanan pa. Like parang ganun. Pinag, pinagtatawan, pinagtatawanan yung opinion ng tao. May mga, may, yun yung ginagawa niya. And then, she's saying the N-word, yung ganun. Parang nag-contradict yung mga sinasabi niya. I don't know if I'm saying, 
Hindi ko yeah, ma- I, I, I think I'm able to comprehend it. <laughs> I think. I'm able. <laughs> so, so yun, um, kung magpo-post ka, be sure na don't turn back sa mga sinasabi mo. Don't be a hypocrite. Like, just don't be a hypocrite. Di ko, di, ang dami kong gusto kong sabihin na example, pero yeah, just don't be a hypocrite. And, and stop comparing stop comparing our political problems to others yeah my times nanginggit ako sa sa nangyayari sa New Zealand or sa mga uncorrupt uncorrupted government diyan nanginggit ako minsan pero it's not gonna change the fact that nagan pa rin sa atin if, no matter how you compare it's not gonna change anything or no matter how you complain, it's not gonna change anything as long as you find your voice and approach that problem. I don't know if I'm saying it. Anyways, I didn't know about it. I get it. It's like you're saying that never compare the political situation to Philippines with others because when you do that, you're just saying you're just you're parang in a way you're just minimizing the 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 nature of the political issue in that country in that other country like parang madaling sabihin na it is, this um issue is comparable to this this issue pero in the end of the day you're still here you don't know what's happening on that other side of the issue of the, of that political situation so as much as possible, don't compare it. You compare mo if this, if parang it happened to them before. This was their solution. Maybe we can do the same. That's that's okay. That's fine. And I I personally think na okay yun. But yeah, I did. I did understand your advice na when we compare political issues with others, it's not also about political issues. It's, um, when we compare our identity as a Filipino to the identity of those people who we consider as more ideal, that's never gonna bring you anywhere. And if you're not gonna stop comparing, you're not gonna pro- uh, progress at all. Um, when, uh, rationally and rationally and emotionally, because you're just stopping, like, puro ka lang chararat sa pag sa lingon, maglilingon ka lang sa iba't ibang ano, tapos nandyan ka lang nakapas, hindi ka na umurong. Instead of comparing, you have to uh, dig a little deeper um, to find a solution. Um, I don't know what solution is, because right now, I don't know what. Kasi na yun, wala akong maisip ng solution na yun. And I'm, I'm always thinking that I'm powerless and broke. When I'm saying I'm powerless, like it means, I know I have no money. <laughs> because, can wait. Because I said I need yeah, I need money. Not sa selfish desire, but there are many applications of phone that you can donate, like sa charities. There are many apps share the mail na share the meal app and all that. Mm-hmm. And madami din yung it's all around the world na rin. Kaya napaproblema ako doon kasi I, want, I really wanted to donate and hindi ko alam paano 
and I don't know how mag-sign ng petitions, it just broke ako. Wala akong magawa. Like, I have to do something. Kahit pera man lang, yan lang yeah. yung ano ko. Girl, that's bad. <laughs> yeah. Kasi right now, ito ha, ito yung nasa mindset ko. If, kasi kung mga ba yung mga pinopost mo, even though it's very re- relevant sa nangyayari na yun, or yung pinopost mo is um is a part of solution sa sa situation na yun, some people will not read it kasi it's not fun. Oh, yeah, it is. I, yeah, I, kasi uh, kapag makita nila yung mahabang text, it's like, oh, scroll up, scroll up, scroll up. <laughs> Wala, they don't bother reading it, even if you're writing something on it. So, if if our hero can write a, a book, then we can um, present something in an art form. Okay. Because yeah. yeah. kailangan mo makuha yung attention ng tao. Kasi hindi mo makuha yung attention ng tao kung puro lang long text, honestly speaking. As long as they see it, it's fine. Because it plants a seed inside them. Yeah. And when that seed is, like, alam mo yun, it, it gets watered often, more and more. They will be able to realize it sooner or later. It's like, marami time prominent writers who are revolutionaries in the Philippines. They might have never gotten the same um, recognition as Rizal. But their writing was still significant because it was still a part of a bigger picture. I don't mind being one of those people in the bigger picture because, like, hindi I as much as possible. I'm not an individualistic person. Nainiwala ako sa collective movements. I believe in organizational approach. Because I, as a person, there's only a cer- there's only certain things that I can do. I'm at the end of the day, I'm still one person, and like one person can't change the whole thing. See, even Rizal, if he if he wrote, and everyone else read it, but no one did. Alamayun had a feeling to do an action when they read it. Then wala din. So, ayun nga. Yeah. Uh, so, you have to get the attention talaga. Kasi yung iba, like they don't bother reading it as long as it's a meme or a drawing or a comic or a manga yeah. or whatever it as long is. as it doesn't they apply to Gen Z culture but I am against yeah. with a certain like parang hindi ako memer kasi I'm not that kind of person like I know what I can I know what I can do I know what I'm good at and I'm just not really good at Gen Z stuff so totally I'm more of like a I'm more of like a read person like you know, I'm more of like a watch person but when it comes to Parang shit posting. Di na masado na dun. Like parang I'm not, I'm not into it. Because like I, I think you can't capture the complexity of a certain thing with just a meme. Yes, true. Pero to some er, to some people naman parang it works. Instead of <laughs> it works. Kasi yung iba di naman sila mahilig magread pero they're into visuals. Yeah. Right? Which is so, majority naman talaga. People are into majority. They give it to them. <laughs> Serve it. <laughs> Serve it. Serve it. And and also, ano pa yung sinasasabihin ko sana? Meron na yun, nasa dulo ng dilo. 
Ah, yeah. What, diba, na, uh, I said earlier that um, I always thought that I'm be, um, so powerless and broke. So, my advice is, and this is also advice for me, <laughs> to not think that way. There's always be a brighter side in every dark tunnel. Okay. So, so yeah, even though we are we're like this, there's a way. <laughs> there's yeah. a way. Yeah. Don't ever, okay, to everyone who's going to listen, to everyone listening, you're not powerless. You have the ability to do everything that you want as long as it's within your means. And as long as you don't hurt anyone or steal from anyone, you're in a good place. <laughs> you're, you're in a great place. One last thing. If, you're, if, you're, if your family has a different uh, political opinion, it doesn't mean that that, uh, that is your political opinion. Okay? No. Yes. Please don't disown your own parents. <laughs> yeah. Um, please don't be like that kind of that kind of person because after all, families are not the same. Like, ano inisip ng atin mo, ano inisip ng mga pinsan mo, iba pa rin yung thinking nyo. And it's and it's okay. Even if they have um different opinion, you have to accept that pa rin. You have to respect that. You have to respect as long as you're not being close-minded and willing to change your perception kapag may narinig kang tamang knowledge and wisdom about this and that. So, you really did have, you don't have to, parang identical mo pa yung opinion mo yeah. sa... Don't, doesn't need to be the same. Uh, it doesn't have to be the same. Even if they're your friends. <laughs> like, ito naman, kapag... Sa, sa between sa friends, even though magkaiba yung opinion nyo, political opinion nyo, it doesn't mean mag F, ano na kayo, friendship over na yeah, kayo. Yeah, like F1 na kayo. May mga ganyan Friendship over kasi yung opinion. Still, you do have to accept that pa rin. Yeah. Kaya natutuwa ko minsan lang like, you're asking me bigla, like out of nowhere sa IG. Like, uh, what do you think about Siyempre, parang, it's, it's good. Siyempre, you have to, to all of those listeners out there, like, you have to, to apply those kind of things. Like, you have to hear out other opinions and not completely dismiss them, but rather accept, accept again, accepting them and, and think, uh, isipin mo na, why do they think that way? Parang ganun. It's never so, about them being insensitive or being ignorant. Yeah. It's just them having a limited empirical worldview. worldview. Yeah. So, kapag, kapag yung tao ay may limited, uh, limited information and they are being stubborn about it and not willing to change anything about it, you still have a responsible, uh, responsibility to inform him or her parent. Even though ganyan siya, Someday, he or she will, uh, will change pa rin. And together, we will ride. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. So that, so yun nga, yung sabi natin kanina, that Gen Z is very uh, utterly sensitive. It's not a bad thing at all. It's very actually good. Because sensitive 
to being affected to anger, it leads to action. Kasi di ba, action is very necessary emotion. Kasi it, if you are feeling threatened, then you have to speak up, di ba? Like you have to take an action. So yeah. it's it's not a it's not a bad thing or a thing of being a sensitive. As long as you're ano, you're taking an action. Paulit ulit nyan sabi ko. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As long as you take action, um, don't be afraid. You take action, because um, it's going to reward not only you but everyone around you as well. Yeah. There's that. So I hope everyone enjoyed our advice. That was pretty long. <laughs> it was a pretty long advice. And um, yeah, thank you, Shania, so much for being here with us today. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> thank you. Hey, I'm glad you reached the end of the podcast. This is a nonprofit project. If you want to support us, go to unfiltered.substack.com. That's U-N-F-I-L-T-R-D. And sign up to our bi-weekly newsletter. Thank you very much for listening and see you soon. I th- I'm just, um, this research is only implying that we have to, um, to embrace our roots more and our and change our ideals okay so please don't be afraid uh don't be afraid don't be offended of this research because it's not it's not about you it's about me a chart <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not about you so it's not about individual not, you it's about everyone else <laughs> yeah again i'm not completely against the other cool I totally respect them, but yeah, about Thank you. Yes, uh, thank you, everyone. Hope to see you again.